2: post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today
3: on the world of gael lies a continent named bardane this is where heroes must be born again this is Is our our quest.
0: quest
2: Hello, Avid Adventurers. I am Michael, your Dungeon Master for today. What? What? Yeah. what? Say what? <laughs> Exciting. That's uh, so why I want your um, Wi-Fi password. <laughs> what? Whips out the laptop.
3: <laughs> this is news to me. Genuinely, this is news to me.
2: I know, I know Josh knew um, ahead of time. But... Of course, I knew as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Jake did. Me and Jake have been conspiring. Me and Jake have been conspiring. And I am here with...
3: I am Elle, and I play Selena Vedark, a rogue half-elf, I think. I'm not sure what's happening today.
4: <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh, and I'm here with a cup of coffee.
5: Hi, I'm Jake, and I am playing a mysterious character in this campaign.
4: Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> You're not DMing. Yeah, you finally get to <laughs> yeah. play.
5: Thank fuck! It's <laughs> taken How many us episodes? Two
2: years. How many episodes? <laughs> Longer many? than that. You've been our house oh, DM this, for a including long time. the specials. This is yeah. like twenty
5: seven, twenty eight. I can't remember yeah. which episode this is. My brain's but so But including muddled. the specials,
3: would be more than that, right?
2: Why? I won't keep you in suspense. Then we'll I'm, just I'm, get very much, into I'm very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very
3: confused and a little we'll get scared. Get
2: straight into it. So last time, our banner adventurers, after meeting the queen, retire to their beds for the night. I've kind of tried to ad-lib already, which is the dumbest thing in the world. (laughs) you have no idea how much I do that. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I'm going to just read what I've wrote and then it'll be quicker. After the s ms go to retire to their beds for the night, after meeting the Queen of the Three Peaks, our one and only Selena found herself doing what she does best, finding that which is of the utmost value to others. Even in the royal palace such as this, where the candelabras lining the walls are encrusted with expensive gems, she understood that the true value resides in the wine collection.
3: That is fair. I do need to <laughs> replenish my, uh, my, my wine. Uh,
2: Selena, will you roll... A d20 for a pure luck check.
3: Oh, okay. 16.
2: 16. Ooh. Amazing. Oh,
3: you she sure, a lucky? <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I rolled a 17 as my like, test roll for today. I was like, oh, God, it's going to be awful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. As you walk back to your quarters, admiring the lovely bottle of dwarven wine that you've found, you perceive that it would be worth quite a... A pretty penny. Um, it's very similar to the Elven wine that you found back in um, uh, what's that town called again? Uh, Incipia. Incipia. Yeah.
3: Because I've only got one bottle of that left, so yeah. I definitely need to replenish stocks.
2: <laughs> in the town of Incipia, you notice that the candelabra outside the room that you're staying in is out. Hello, Selena. Although you've heard his voice once, you have to do a double take that it's not Childen's voice. But you immediately recognise it's the voice of Mervyn.
3: Oh, Merv the perv! Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you live? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was just
0: like, Merv ah, Merv the, the, the perv. I
3: remember you. It's like Merv, Merv, Merv. What
2: brings you back so late to your designated quarters? Don't you know I'm the only non-dwarf allowed to roam the palace unescorted?
3: No, nobody actually told me that.
2: Yes, well, I'm sure you can tell I don't really care. (laughs) Just remember your place. You might be an honoured guest today, but tomorrow you lot are just a bunch of rabble.
3: It's a little bit harsh. I mean, no one told me the rules. I'm just having a little glass of wine. Ah,
2: yes, another person who thinks they're important. Uh Well, I've actually been sent to ask for your presence in the war room. We have a matter that requires, requires your expertise, they say. I can't understand why Prince Tack himself would ask the assistance of the person who was hired to assassinate him. But
1: coming from royalty myself, I know... Okay. That'll do, Mervin. No wonder we've been waiting so long. <laughs> a voice seemingly coming from the
2: wall. Ah! Caleb, I'm sick of your melding tricks. I was just about to escort, and then as he says the word escort, this um, dwarf man kind of pops out of the wall. Hmm. Um, like, out
3: of the wall? Like, as yeah, like, is, like, is there like a hole in the wall, or, like, or is he like part of the wall? He's, any he's, this, like, part of,
2: is... he's part of the wall, okay. and he like, almost like he is being made from the stone, oh. comes out from the wall and what you see him wearing it's it's like a it's like the royal cloak that you've seen a lot of the guardsmen wearing but upon closer inspection you notice that it's only the cloak that's similar his armor underneath is different
1: i'll take it from here i think it's clear you've been talking out your ass again and for too long i might add we've got a briefing to get to
2: I, I wasn't i I'm talking I've been waiting Here we go again Ugh Fine Whatever it's So hard to flip yeah. Between two characters You're doing Tell really well Tell me about it So <laughs> hard
5: <laughs> what, happened? what do you think Happens when I do The hard knots
2: <laughs> Yeah It's so difficult For four people Do you
4: think This is how Ringo Starr felt When he was Doing the voices For Thomas Tank Engine <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant I love that
2: Ugh Fine Whatever. And then Mervin begins to walk away back down the candlelit hallway into the darkness. The dwarven man begins to gesture in the opposite direction to you. Are you happy to walk with him?
3: Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, they, they obviously need a dark, So, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I love to wind up those royals. So, you must be my new temp. Offering out his hand, he says... Uh, I'm Caleb, by the way.
3: What do you mean by temp? I'm, like, this is Selena asking. What do you mean by temp?
1: <laughs> well, it said assassin on the paperwork, but you don't strike me as the cold-blooded killer type. So I'm going to say thief, right?
3: Uh, criminal I go by, yeah. yeah. Perfect.
1: I need someone who's sneaky.
3: I am good at sneaking, to be fair. Uh, so I, I extend my hand uh, and shake Caleb's hand.
2: Awesome, he shakes it back. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know
3: why that's so because i it is
2: now. <laughs> Brilliant.
4: Aww. From now on. <laughs> <laughs> Any <type she> can. <laughs> It's become like a
2: trope of yours. Like Selena takes off her necklace, and then you take off a physical <laughs> necklace that you have on. It's uh. I just
3: act out. I'm in. I'm committed.
4: Well, it's when we've ever clanged glasses together, but none of us have a glass, so we yeah. just do it. In... Yeah.
3: Imagination.
1: I figured you don't work for free, so what's your usual rate? As it depends.
3: Yeah. So, so I'm thinking through everything in my head, and I'm like, well. I've got a, I've, I've got a bottle of this uh, dwarven wine, and I know that's pretty valuable. So I'll say it's it's normally um, one to two bottles of dwarven wine.
1: Ah, done. I don't deal in the finances, and it doesn't come out of my pocket. Um, and then I'm
3: like, <laughs> <"S-> should I've <laughs> gone higher? Should have gone higher. I could had- have gone, gone higher, yeah. <laughs> I had
2: I had a response if you'd gone much higher. Oh
3: darn! That's Rick. Uh. I require a palace. <laughs>
0: Better than Martinez. (laughs) I figured
2: figured this character's like indifferent. He's like, he's gonna challenge you if you're super high, but he's not gonna give a shit really, because it's not his money.
1: (laughs) Um,
3: And a palace. I require two (laughs) bottles of dwarven wine and a palace.
4: I want one of the peaks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, you're gonna fit in well.
2: You arrive in what what you assume to be the war room. The plain walls differ greatly from that of the palace you have already come to know so well on your first exploration. The walls are that of polished stone, and although the fine carvers you've come to notice around the rest of the palace are not present, as you look past the threshold, you see in its centre a large stone raised section, and in its inlay are these kind of hexagonal gems that almost look like a, a mosaic or stained glass. Everybody, roll perception. Ooh. Nineteen. Sixteen. Ten. Selena, as you're looking in this room, you don't notice anything other than these this gemmed table, the shiniest thing in this room. So you're immediately immediately
3: attracted to to the gems. Yeah, of course. Like
2: like you can't help yourself. Like you know that's what's, what's worth value, but you just you're just drawn to these gems.
1: Sorry for the delay, everyone. Mervyn yapping away again. Well, don't stand on ceremony. Introduce yourselves. This isn't the Queen of the Elves. She's definitely more Gael grounded than the lot we usually see here. And then he gestures towards
4: you. Here's another questionable accent coming there. Uh, <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> it's absolutely lovely to meet you, my love. My name's Clarence Stonehide. It's a pleasure you just you just take my hand you don't even wait for me to extend it you just take it no absolutely i just grab it it's like oh you've got very soft hands you do so clarence is got lovely white and dirt brown robes they used to be gold but living down in the mountains it's gone a bit discolored are they
3: dirt brown as in that they're covered in dirt or are they
4: like the the gold seams have become a bit like discolored he's got like dusty brown hair how long is it it's very long it goes all the way down to basically touching his booty Ooh. i've got beautifully braided it's like french plaited beard and really and really soft blue eyes
5: Hello, I am uh, Blaut weatherhammer. Brout has got his arms crossed, like he's not interested in like shaking your hand or anything like that. He's wearing sort of like battered plate mail. He has a beard that goes down to his knees and he has in a uh, weaved into it like all these sort of simple hard metals like iron and steel. He also carries a great axe on his back that uh He's way too big for him.
4: (laughs)
0: Uh,
5: You also notice there are. He has a belt around his waist that has like little glass containers with lots of different little liquids in it. And uh, he's bald on top, but he has long hair growing down the sides. And he has a big old nose. (laughs) Love it.
3: I feel like he sounds uh, with the name like Broad. Is he quite wide? Oh, yes. He's quite like. Yeah, he's he's more more
4: wide than tall.
3: Okay. Because what was yours again, Josh? What was his name?
4: Crad. Clarence.
3: Clarence. Clarence. Is, Clarence. Clarence. Is Clarence a bit skinnier than Brout?
4: Oh, just a little bit skinnier, yes. Okay. Yes, I don't eat as much as Brout over there, but you know.
5: What are you talking about? We eat the same.
4: You You think so, dear, but I But I do give you a little bit of an extra portion every now and then.
5: Is it because I keep on eating the kids' sandwiches?
4: Absolutely. Are you a couple? <laughs> <laughs> We've been married for thirty years. Yes, this it's been we absolutely have. Absolutely lovely. We have. She's my wife, you see. Yes, she
5: is. I am the wife,
4: and I'm the one with the penis. <laughs> <laughs> love it, Absolutely love
5: it. We weren't going to reveal that until the end of the episode, but now he's come out straight away.
4: Well, I think it will add nice characterization <laughs> to the rest of the recording.
2: Love it. Can. Um, I could tell... feel
4: the sexual tension Is that is all I'm going to say I could just feel it I can feel What's it. sex? We haven't had it in about 25 years
5: <laughs> Thank fuck
4: <laughs> Sorry it was Selena wasn't it Or is it Serena Selena Oh lovely to meet you Selena Selena N, N. N. Selena so, It's very hard with the accent I'm trying yeah. to do To actually like say your name but Tell you know, me about it we'll, we'll, we'll Selena get through it. Apologies listeners But it's fine <laughs> I thought I've got Irish.
5: <laughs> See, I told you when I was doing Harmony's Voice, I kept on slipping from Irish to Scottish, and you're doing exactly the same oh, thing. This is meant
4: to be Welsh, never mind. <laughs> well, actually, it's an Bardane. it's completely fictional fucking languages and accents.
5: Exactly. Remember that next time I do a dodgy accent, guys.
2: <laughs> Clarence Brout, I've never heard you be so vocal. <laughs> <laughs>
4: get to work together often
2: so and then a little quiet voice from the back comes out and say like, i'm uh, i'm i'm professor uh denmaline uh, i'm the arcane gem advisor to the crown uh, she has this youthful disp- disposition for a dwarf her voice is softer it's yet to have broken and her beard is uh, a lot more fair you can actually still see her skin underneath her beard i was a bit um, patchy it's it's like patchy, but it's almost just so fair that you can just see like her facial shape a little bit more than most dwarfs.
3: Is she blonde? Yeah. yeah let's say she's blonde. Okay. She's, she's got like a, like a hair. Beard, so yeah. Like, yeah, maybe like blonde hair. As like say, you fair beard. Yeah. Let's hair. say
2: she, that was gonna roll through. I was like, what the fucking point is that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just say yeah. And her beard isn't anywhere near as long as you might expect. Coming to see most of the dwarfs that you have found, especially these two who have these long beards that are down to their arse and down to their butt cheeks. She has a small braid in her beard, and it's encrusted with these three colored gems so there's blue red and white in in her beard i'm i'm not really part of this team they they um, protect me but, but which i'm sure caleb will explain now caleb smiling says uh
1: it's too much information there denny but i'm sure we can trust selena here oh well, so- sorry caleb
2: she smiles and you you notice that like, her cheeks are bashful as she says this uh, to Caleb, like she's embarrassed.
3: In my head, I was like, oh, does she fancy Caleb? <laughs> is this all a little bit of romance going on?
2: <laughs> well, there's multiple romances yeah. going on in this, apparently. Um... <laughs> the romance is so dead. Selena can just feel
3: so much tension in this room right
5: but now. The yeah. romance is definitely dead.
4: It was dead after 28 years, to be honest. After, like, 40-odd kids, you know, it just dies. <laughs> She pumped them out like a fucking seahorse, she did. Amazing. Especially literally <laughs> exploded, and there
1: they were. We do indeed protect Denny. She's the leading expert in the magic of arcane gems, and much of this city runs off of her engineering. There are a lot of arcane gem engineers, and they have a great understanding, but Denny is more like a geomancer. Uh, she only needs to look at a gem to understand its magical properties. She's going to help you with your gem.
3: I was going to say, I've got a gem. I've got a gem.
1: When the time comes, but right now we've got a new priority, which is why I need your help. Normally, we move from safe house to safe house in areas we've got major control over. But recently, one of our key safe house areas has had a spike in separatist activity. And we would normally abandon this safe house, but it has a lot of vital equipment that we need there. So Skip, if you could do the honours. From underneath his cloak, you hear this crunching, popping sound like a rock hitting metal. And then when
2: Caleb lifts his arm, a stone, which you can imagine to be part of his like chest piece of his armour, uh, pops out. And uh, with a satisfying like tinny pop sound, and it begins to walk across the raised stone console table. <laughs> Skip looks like a small rock golem, and he has this kind of oval shape, like a crab, but unlike a crab, it's not got like, any appendages. Uh, if you imagine um, Eve from Wally, yeah, with the little like yeah. pronged hands that float next to it, Aww. he does that. So these pieces of stone like kind of pop off what you imagine is his face, and it makes the face of um, Skip and then he's got these little like pads that he can walk along with but they're like almost floating around him. As Skip walks the table the hexagonal gems begin to rise and fall and showing the lay of the land and almost creates this map of the city.
1: Thank you Skip. Now this is a routine safe house move so Brout and Clarence uh, we do our normal thing and we hit a couple of the markers on the way. Light up the markers in pink please Skip. And then he Moves across the table
2: more, and some of the hexagonal gems begin to glow and show different parts of the map.
1: What we need you to do, Selena, is we need you to be rooftop side uh, with eyes on the radicals. We need to know their movements so we can safely navigate this area, which means we might need to hit a few more markers than normal. Okay, guys.
4: Okay. What I suppose it'll do.
3: Selena's so very mm-hmm. confused. She's like, wait, the radicals? Cool. The markers? What is this all about?
1: So, as you've probably gathered, we call this place the Three Peaks, but really, there are a lot of us who want it to be the Three Peaks. We don't want to live under a mountain forever. And the reason we live under a mountain now is really folktale. It's what we told the children, that we always needed to stay in the mountain. And some people have almost become radicalised by this story that we were told as kids. And they believe it to be true. And people who leave the mountain are called sun dwarfs, and they are belittled by all. And in reality, the light we use to see every day is harnessed from the sun and brought here through our gem network. So we are in the light every day. We almost want to leave this mountain, but the Radicals don't want us to leave this mountain at all. They would rather we stay the Three Peaks than be the Free Peaks.
3: Well, how do the Radicals feel about Prince Tak then?
2: They don't like him. There's like a revolution going on, basically. So um, they're separatists, so they are trying to separate So they are
3: anti, I guess they'll be the anti sort of monarchy at the moment if the monarchy are are leaving and going places. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's it. So they're very much against. They're they're almost like rising in number, kind of uh, very extremist views. um, And you'll learn more about that as we Mm. go. Um, Cool. So for the listeners at home, um, there essentially is a map that is almost like three columns um, of streets and in between those three columns of streets are various buildings and dark areas so i'll hopefully describe that very thematically and uh nicely for you guys at home to listen to as we go through
3: but then also check our socials for an actual picture of the map
2: yeah definitely hundred yeah i've already taken the photo so <laughs> yeah. there you go awesome cool everyone happy yeah yes let's do this amazing okay let's head out You begin to take these underground routes that are kind of ways that royals and palace guard get out of the main palace area but they don't reach into the massive outer parts of the city so you find yourself here at palace side on the edge of this slum area you're in like a formation Caleb's with you he's got skip on his shoulder and you're almost like a diamond form so Caleb's at the front you two are left and right but you guys are deciding where we're going and Caleb's just the charge so Caleb for, all in, for, for everyone who doesn't know um, he's a druid There's very few magical people in the dwarven city so he's a druid but he's a druid of the mountains so he like can meld into rock which he saw at the beginning uh, and he does different things like that he can like climb up as well so if he has to come and help you for any reason he can get up on top of the roof
5: basically quickly. you can smell him before you see him <laughs> that's how much of a druid as, he um, is
3: is Danny with them?
2: Denny. Den- Den- Denny. Denny's Denny? the yeah. one you protect the way we're right, protecting. Okay.
3: okay, so she's in the middle.
2: Yeah, yeah, she's 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 the brain. So we we can get to this. We could get yeah. to the safe house without her, but we wouldn't know what we're looking for. So we need her to help us okay. get all the stuff that we need from it.
5: Before we go, uh, Selena, would you like to would you like to sniff a essential oil before you go to calm your mind?
4: It's nothing too serious. It's just his oil, it's just her oils to calm her down.
5: See, I go into the ages quite a lot. <sighs> and I need something to calm me down before I go on the mission. So I have a, a range of essential oils if you like. Oh, to. is that what's in your belt? Yes. Yes, it is. She picked one out and uh, she um, bottles it up. And she's like... <sighs> Uh yes, that's good. Mm.
4: <laughs> See, there was only so many times I could twat around the edge before it became too dangerous, so we had to get her the oils to calm her down.
5: Would you? Would you like to smell one? Don't,
4: don't do it. They're <laughs> very
5: addicting, this grade. It's,
4: it's, it, a, it's. A, I know it's a problem, Basically, but it's our problem. Yeah. And Basically, I
5: didn't want her to smoke, so I thought. What would be the form of vaping within ah. my world? So <laughs> I'm like it. sniffing essential oils. <laughs> Hilarious! I love that.
3: You know what? Selena's so like, you know what? Sorry, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah.
5: Okay, I'm looking at you and I've got a list of essential oils in my.
4: <laughs> Give her so a nice done one because
2: yeah. uh, it saves me a job of making shelf on the fly. <laughs>
5: you, you know what? I I think you are like this one. It's like a light purpley colour and, uh, and puts it under your nose. Do you smell? I smell. Okay, it's uh, grapefruit.
3: Ooh, no. Sharp
5: but sweet aroma.
3: Grapefruit? It's a little <laughs> bit, like,
2: citrusy. Roll a d20. I want to see how effective... Is this, like, a... This is not a rage one. This is a nice... Calm. No, 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 no,
5: no. My rage one, so I have a special one that you yeah. probably noticed just on the slide, that on the back of my belt, I have this, like, dark red one that looks a bit sinister compared okay. to the carmine so ones. Uh,
3: all right, I take a big sniff of the purple one. And ooh got a four.
2: So um Or is what,
3: that or is that with constitution though? No, I don't know.
2: Um what should be a ah, we'll do it with a four, it's not gonna change much. <laughs> it's not gonna change, it's anyway. not gonna change much. So um although it might appear to be very relaxing, what you discover from this scenario is that you actually just hate Grapefruit,
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like
3: oh no, it's like the avocados yeah. all over again. <laughs> it's like
2: the say, avocado just... of the fruit world yeah. for you. <laughs> like adding, add adding, in new fruit that Selena refuses to consume. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, makes you gag a little bit. Do you want to roll uh, a concentration uh, Constitution?
3: <laughs> six7 oh, lucky cat stone, eight. <laughs> Cool. with cons- plus one for constitution.
2: So although this isn't meant to be a uh, a nice relaxing aroma, it yeah. stings the inside of your nose. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs>
3: okay, so it has got like, and now she looks like um, she's like on the cusp of sneezing. She's like. And everyone's just, like, staring at her.
5: Maybe, maybe you sniffed too hard, yeah. <laughs> and the liquid actually went into your nose. and yes. like,
4: yeah, what that. are you doing? You're wasting it. <laughs> just, I just, bloody just, warned you not to have it, and now look what's happened. Yeah, you look like you're having a fit. There, like, yeah, literally, they're just like,
5: face took, going bright red.
4: You
2: took too much of a hit.
4: <laughs> well, you should have warned her.
2: The only benefit you've gained from this is you can't smell Caleb anymore.
4: <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> Oh, there I'll you go, you what, a I'll benefit. Te- I like that. Oh, i tell you what, that is a bloody advantage.
4: It is. You think you'd get used to it and then no, a new smell comes along.
2: So, um, Professor Demoline starts to kind of almost pipe up just as we're about to enter this area. And she says, um, I, I, I have a gift. And she takes uh, the gems from her beard out. And then the final white gem, but she hands it to you, Selena. And it's kind of almost like in two parts. So when you click it together, it will make this little light appear. So that's how you can signal to Caleb and the team when uh, whether they're in position one or position two. So when you click it once, it will light once for position one. And when you click it twice, it will click twice for position two okay. so that's how your light signal will work and, and that's...
3: like, and I can keep this once we are finished yeah, yes you, okay you just, checking. just checking just um, checking
2: this is it guys so now you've got to pick where you're going to start A, B or C and then a corresponding
4: rooftop well I feel um, like we should let our honoured guest choose this time okay um, so Selena's is going to
3: start on this sort of central area and, and between A and B um, cool because then she, uh, she can kind of cover A and B
2: amazing so which street do you want to go down guys
4: I'll let you choose for a change
2: Hmm, well We'll go left I could
5: uh, <laughs> no, check, check. Stop interrupting me Just because I'm a woman
4: <laughs> Wow <laughs>
5: That's right, that's right <laughs> She went there um, <laughs> I want to
4: cut your fucking beard off in a minute I think,
5: uh, I think we should uh, That's that's abuse <laughs> I think we should go down B
2: Just might as well Just go straight for it Oh
3: B.
5: Okay,
2: mm, cool All right, you begin your move down the middle lane, as it were, and um, to your left and your right, you see these kind of stone buildings. They almost look like houses, and they're nowhere near like the kind of polished stone you've come to expect to see in the palace. They're a lot more jagged, a lot more kind of rough, rough brawn in, they're very quick build buildings. And directly ahead of you, you noticed uh, these separatists, and they're almost very obvious to know because they have purposely shaven their beards so they have no beard at all, and it's almost like if you saw a a bulldog with no beard. Like a, a dwarf's face is like a bit more like saggy skin, like then lots you, of, you, l- lots, you. of <laughs> lots of chins, lots of chins, very peculiar. You like oh gosh, like because they look very um, kind of uh, not skinny but like toned, but then they just have these folds of skin on their face. Uh, more so than you would expect to see of a, of a fat man, for example. The
4: beard, the beard goes to the neck, not the belly.
3: It's interesting. Um, so I was like, okay, this is weird. So they're they don't want people going up into the sunlight, and yet they are deliberately shaving their beards yeah. off, which is such a dwarven yeah. staple. So they're so yeah. they're
2: they're almost pledging themselves to their this order. So they're going, oh well, we're going to prove that we're part of this order now, and they shave their beards purposely so that they're like. We're out and proud. Like, we are... We want to be the three peaks. We want you to stay out of the light. I need to get some dice now to do my own rolls. (laughs) Cold times. Okay, they definitely notice you guys. So, what do you want to do?
3: Selena is going to move. Yeah, so she's going to cross a rooftop, kind of going between... Across, sort of, corridor B, if that makes sense, towards C.
2: Cool. How many are there? So, there's always two. Okay. Like, but... That doesn't mean there aren't more around. These are just the kind of... They're like preaching at people. Kind of like, join us. I think we should just plow on through. Yeah i think i think if it's only two
5: of them i think that if we them into another group and they also follow us that's four
4: then we need to start dealing with the problem well i could see if i can maybe just chat to them a little bit to like get you guys through and then i'll join you afterwards bloody hell is that jeremy otherfields fuck did you just say that? <laughs> i said bloody hell is that jeremy fields over there he
2: kind of looks at you and he's just like kind of plain he's like You're not from around here.
4: No, but how's your leg doing? I remember I healed that about a year ago.
2: He begins to signal to his friend who walks off in another direction and he just spits on the floor at you and he kind of just doesn't give you any time of day. He just says, I wouldn't be touched by the likes of you.
4: Well, you bloody well a year ago and now look what's changed. (laughs) Now stop your fucking In the
2: background, I'm just like, he doesn't bloody touch me anymore. (laughs) He begins to kind of like, pull on a, a rope uh, raises a banner on this on this street which can be seen all the way from one end of the street to the other we need to stop that immediately because it's signalling that they've, they've spotted something I'm going to say how high up it is right now oh it's nearly at the top
3: So I'm on the rooftop, so I can see the the flag being pulled up. Um, And I do have um, a variety of daggers on me. So while you are hopefully distracting, would they notice if I started to um, cut through the rope?
2: So you can definitely cut the rope down, but you had to do a big leap to go from here to here. So it will be your next action to do. So once you finish this interaction, we're going to move to the next zone.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Caleb kind of takes, almost grabs your arm because you can see that you're about to kind of throw, throw down. And he's uh, it's just like, Clarence, no, we need to go. And he starts to pull, pull you back into like your diamond formation yes. around Denny.
4: Well, it was absolutely lovely to see her again, Jeremy. And it, under my breath, it's like, if you get a broken leg again, I hope you get sepsis and die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he doesn't hear what you say under your breath. But he's just staring you down, like. And then he's still pulling on this rope as you pass the threshold where this this kind of banner is coming up above your heads. You've got continue just straight down the street where you can see more dwarfs kind of like, kind of sitting in the street there almost resting. Some of them are running like a stall with like potatoes and things like that that they, they can grow down here. A lot of mushroom stalls you see, like lots of like kind of what grows in the caves in the dark, almost like these little delicacies which they can all grow at home. To your immediate right, you've got another passageway or another big street that will take you onto the A column that you originally looked at.
5: I think we should just go straight forward.
4: Yes, I agree. Sorry, I was looking at my spells. <laughs> see what I can do.
2: Cool. So from your position now, as you're walking down the street, you can see to your left there's this kind of dark area that you can take through and you recognize this from your original mission plan that there is a marker here. So if you needed to lose a tail, this could be an opportune time. Selena, you can see that they are walking past the threshold of the dark area, of the kind of off-street area. Um, what do you want to do?
3: Can I cut the rope that's going up to stop the flag?
2: Yeah, I imagine you begin to cut the rope and the guy's there. You can kind of see him below and he's just pulling on this rope and then all this just cloth just kind of like collapses on top of him. Um, and, he's, <laughs> and he's just there in a slump. is almost like knocked out because I imagine that there's, the rope's pretty hefty. Yeah. Um, so he's like out for the count at this point. But it all just looks like an accident. Nothing yes. nothing suspicious yes. has happened.
4: Yes. Oh, it looks like someone needs a healer.
1: Okay, we're pressing
2: forward. So you continue straight down the street and on your right there's another small alleyway. And in the alleyway you can just see like some rats. Um, it's a very small alleyway so it's not much hidden in the darkness.
3: So I want to yeah, try and um, throw my dagger diagonally uh, into one of the other buildings that's quite far away. So hopefully I can then provide a bit more spot on yep. uh, for everyone coming up.
2: Yeah, and because they're moving um, I don't think anyone's going to notice you doing this. So roll with advantage for me.
3: Well, that was uh, 17 anyway.
2: Nice.
3: And that was two. So 17 at least. 17, at least. nice. So 18 of the Lucky Cat Stone, and I don't know if there was anything else, but yeah.
2: Yeah, it'll be a dexterity, so you've probably got a massive Oh, I like plus, plus eight. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> so as you throw your blue-tinted dagger, you hear the key words that you come to hear and hate, uh, push and pull from the and ratty voice.
3: L never remembers whether it's push or pull, so I will say push. <laughs> pull and then it can be edited in whichever one is the correct one
2: <laughs> i can't remember either Jake. do you remember <laughs> yeah um push is uh jumping across you're, like
5: you're pushing yourself okay. to the dagger okay, uh, and then pulling is you're bringing the dagger back,
0: back, to, you. The dagger back okay. to you yeah cool. so i
3: will throw it i uh, hear the uh, hear the push pull and i will say push to try and pr- propel myself um, to the, I guess the wall so I can then pull myself up onto the roof
2: yeah the roofs aren't like completely flat like there's okay. these like higher raised bits so yeah. yeah your dagger like embeds into the wall and then almost with a blink of a dagger you poof through uh, the ether and you appear with your hand attached to the dagger in the wall um, and you've successfully made the jump now so you are above this dark area you've got one more action yes. to do from here what do you want to do
3: can I do a perception check to yeah, find out on roll perception Nope. Uh, that was an eight. I don't see anything, I assume. It's a bit dark. Yeah. It's a bit too dark. So
2: so right now you're kind of, rather than looking into the darkness, I'm going to allow for you to look into the streets and you notice that they're all moving back to position one. And we'll go back to our ground team. Where are you going? Are you going to go, you come, you come around the corner and you've got a left or right to go, or you've got a dark area that you could perhaps go into as well.
5: I think we should go into the dark area. It just cuts... Through two different groups
4: Especially if more and more patrols are coming along you Exactly need to get away from them Exactly. There's only so much bullshit I can talk.
5: I've known you for
2: how how many years, and I know you can bullshit more.
4: (laughs) there's a reason I like you.
2: (laughs) So, as you make your way through into the dark area, it's almost like a garden, but like a mossy garden. So it's like a mulchy, chi kind of, lots of little mushrooms growing on the walls and things like that. You see a lot of propaganda, uh, lots and lots of that repeated everywhere, and lots of derogatory terms against sun dwarfs. As you move into the next street, you kind of almost push your heads past the threshold and you can see more market type stalls, people selling their goods. It's all very poor area, so it's like very much trinkets and food. Nothing of true value here. Selena, you are on the rooftops of this this little kind of quadrant. What do you want to do?
3: Is, is it going to be a jump to get across this little nah, dark so, area? So so yeah, it's a very I'm gonna, small one. I'm going to move towards the... Um a waif, what was it non palace side but it was palace side yeah, and so non palace yeah, side yeah non-palace so I want to move towards the non palace side of the building see so if I can so, scope what's going on yeah, elsewhere
2: closer to our thing so that will take you a dash action because it's a big leap um, but you could use one of you could use your dagger again if you wanted to but remember you only have a certain amount of and charges three on your dagger, charges on my dagger yeah. so you've used Super one
3: as it's a reasonable length it's, it's not as big a leap as last time I'm gonna just try and dash across.
2: yeah you successfully make that jump there are plenty of things to allow you to make that move
3: so in my head just for for visualization i imagine there is like a, a drain pipe going between the two buildings the one that i was on previously was higher
2: yeah roll yeah. a roll a d20 i want to see how cool that yeah. you you navigate across this <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like my you, you
3: vision is not going to come into fruition. Wait, is that just dexterity as well? Yeah, dex- oh, is that plus dexterity? Yeah, it's you always, always your, yours is always a dexterity. Oh. check uh, No, my dexterity is plus eight. Uh, that's sure,
2: your savings, ah, saving
4: okay, right? You oh,
3: okay, in which case then 14.
2: Because you didn't realise you're your plus, plus five, you kind of slightly lose your footing at the beginning, but then you immediately catch it back and you gracefully kind of pass across this, this next area. As you look down into this quadrant's dark area, you notice that it's very narrow and there are lots of little like kind of, like, places for people to hide. Nooks and, and, and crannies. Yeah, nooks and crannies. And it's not quite as apparent as is this a safe area or not.
1: Boys, we've been here too long. We need to make a choice now. Tell
2: me about what you wa- what you want to do here. So he's just told you you've been there too long. Are you fleeting movements? Are you staying calm, moving? What are you doing? I think we should up ca- i do. Calm one, I'll
4: do one of
5: my essential oils. I don't know, like, ah. Does anyone want one of my essential <laughs> no, oils? No, I'm absolutely fine, I'm going, honey. It's I'm not go- a problem. I'm going to sniff one, and I'm going to pick one randomly from my list oh, of things. Oh shit! Uh, Love it. Uh, give me give me a number between one and five. Someone, two. Oh, I'm going to have Clarence Sage, sweet and flowery
4: scent. Well, oh, that's the one I make.
2: You. Perfect. So, as uh, you're sniffing your, your sage, uh, what is it? Cla- Clarence Sage, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, cool. n- n- named named after your your husband. So as you walk into the street, you see that there are uh, these kind of like younger dwarfs running around. They've uh, just got in their, their kind of their beard. That you know you know when a child's like really into their beard because it grows. It's quite quick. Yes. But yours you knows that wispy like kind of uh, baby hairs on the end of the. Of, I want. Of the dwarf I, I, I want to
5: know because it's my form of vaping. I want to know if the kids are also doing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, maybe like I'll try and do like I'll try and blow some like uh, ring circles when I when I breathe out. That's cool. Um, at them just to keep them entertained.
2: Yeah. So as you pass by these kids, like they're really like they're playing uh, like skip a rock, and they're just like kind of bounce. They're trying to bounce it up off the floor onto the wall and see how many times it bounces on the floor before it stops. Um, and they see you, this kind of big barbarian, and you're very quickly moving past because you're not here to play. Blow this little smoke ring towards them, and they're like, oh, wow. And they uh, they look at you in awe. They've, they don't get to do cool things like vape or anything like that, because it's a slump, but they're they in wonder of what you've just done.
5: I go up to them, like, hey, kids, uh, I, I have a spare vape. <laughs> I
4: immediately grab Ralph's No, 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 no no,
5: no, no, I want to do something. Get the fuck
2: off me, wife. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Husband. <laughs> um, your place.
2: I will give you... Caleb wh- puts his arm on you, and he's like, let him be. Let him I'm, be.
5: I'm good.
2: Her, thank you.
5: That happy, that I'm, I'm going to offer one of these to one of the kids, so they'd be persuaded to help us get past another bunch of people. Oh, I love that down the street, and I will give them one of one of my uh, my uh, essential oil vapes. alright,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a d20 and see how successful this is. Roll roll a post and am I adding, like, charisma? Nah, it's like a... Uh, yeah, go and go for charisma, persuasion. I've got no, no charisma. No. <laughs> I'm <Like> fucking asking.
5: <laughs> oh, go on, 8 they got a four.
0: Oh!
5: <laughs> cool. Bang. Oh, I know. I'll give him a gentle one. I'll give him the, the peppermint. Uh, refreshing scent of mint.
2: Cool. They... Uh, one of the kids who's not skipping the rock at that point goes up and he kind of like grabs it off of you and he understands the gesture mm. like that you want some help mm-hmm. and they don't like the people who've moved into this area they're, they're they're stopping them from playing their games and having fun so i think they know that you're not quite one of them so you don't need to really talk about what you're doing yeah as you walk past this area you've got the option to go left or to go right it's totally up to you at this point uh, right?
4: You go right yeah
2: you pin a hard right and you notice to the left of you these separatists are there they're not they're not really um, on alert right now they are just walking in the opposite directions actually so they're walking away into their position uh, too uh, as you bent and drown. so they are actually moving away so they're not looking at you
5: I asked the kid that's with us to hold my hand so it looks like we're a family walk- just walking through the streets Cute. to I love sort that. of like uh, give us a little bit more like so if they haven't noticed or so if they do You'd notice us just from the side. They think that we're just a family walking through the streets, going through the markets or something. Love it.
2: So the one of the kids does that with you, mm-hmm. um, and the other kid is—he's um, not following. He's still playing like we're kind of with his skip rock. Well, I only gave him one vape, so yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So the other kids kind of like st- stayed back, but uh, this kid's like kind of like tagging along. So Selena, you're now um, on this kind of area. So where? What do you want to do now? So you've got. Um, directly opposite you, over the street, you could be jumping across them. Um, you can see what this other area is like, or you can move directly south. It's totally up to you.
3: I'm going to move across the street because then I should be able to move from that, and see kind of what's going around. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Rather than going towards the H, I'm just going to jump across the road and just so I can get a vantage point on yeah. what's happening with the current cool. separatists.
2: Cool. Media. I think it's a great idea because we already know that they're moving to their next position, so you don't need to signal that. Yeah. And it, it's, it saves, it's worth using two actions to move now. Directly in front of you, you see another um, patrol moving towards you. You've got the option to kind of press through them. You can take a left and go into this other main street, um, or you can take a right and go into this dark alleyway. See, this is why I, I anticipated
5: this move like a chess player. <laughs> <laughs> and I was. The reason, the moment he said the kid, I was just like, okay, we, we need to u- use this kid to get down, sacrificing down. the child. It's not my child. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's not one of my forty.
0: <laughs> or sure. is it? Um, I, I was, swear we left. I, them was, in the I was thinking, Mummy! If, if I
5: gave, gave the child another vial, and the child runs up to one of them and kicks them in the shin. And I'm hoping for then the child to run into the back alleys or around the
4: corner. Well, if both of them don't chase after the child, if it fails, we can use my backup plan. Yeah, yeah, you got a plan B. Yeah, I've got a spell where I can and command people to do certain things. Cool. cool. And I can and a- command up to two people.
5: I can also intimidate people to hell
2: as well.
4: Well, let's sacrifice the child. <laughs> Hilarious. Right, I'm going to roll God a The Donnelly is
2: only a street urchin. Are we sure it's not one of us? He rolled high. He's brave. He gets what you want to do, and you kind of push him along, and he he kind of runs past them, pulls on their sashes, um, and then like runs through the streets. And he throws a couple of stones at them as well. uh, After when he's gained their attention, what are they doing? One of them begins to move towards him, but the other is kind of almost held in position, like waiting to see what's going to happen. So the little kids run off. There's only one guy.
4: And they are opposite this little alleyway now. Okay. Yeah. I then cast command and <coughs> tell the one that's staying here to. F- cool. How do you do command? You got to roll for that. You speak a one-word command to a creature you can see within range. They the target go. must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw. What's the What's the DC check?
2: Fourteen. Fuck. Oh, I a seventeen.
4: Ooh. <sighs> So it's plan C then.
2: So he hears you trying to use magic, uh, and this is a big red flag for them. So he does flee, but not for the reason you said, and he begins to run towards his position one to raise his flag. Oh yeah.
5: The moment I start seeing him flee, I run up to him, just literally close hanger that him around the throat and pull him into the alleyway. You're going into the alleyway.
2: Yeah. I me- immediately just grab him and just like I feel
3: like there's shit going down in this alleyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um Caleb sees your move and he's like, Right, we're going in here. Um and he guides you through because he's always gonna follow your lead. He knows that you guys know this this routes better than he does. So you move into the darkness of the alleyway. Uh, Selena, do you want to roll a perception for me? Yes. Ten. Ten. Okay. Not rolling well today. So you didn't notice as you got onto this roof, because the first thing you did was you dashed onto this roof, but this is the first time you've had your opportunity to roll a perception. Across this quadrant of three, there are these what look to be like dwarfs, but they're almost like statues. Their skin is so grey, they're almost like these sentinels, and as you hear the commotion of this child in the street, and then the clash bang of this Separatist getting pulled into the corridor, begin to move. So, two of them dropped down, but before the third one's gonna drop down, he looks directly at you, and he begins to pull a dagger. Everybody, roll initiative.
4: No oh, no! Nice.
2: Eleven. Sixteen. Get minus one on initiative. Mm. Okay, uh, F14. Caleb and Clarence are the only ones to see these sentinels drop in from above. There are two of them. You are already incapacitated, unfortunately, Brow, with the separatist. He's also in the room, so there are those three. Clarence, what do you want to do? I want to use a guiding bolt on one of the sentinels. Amazing. Do the spell, and then we'll see what happens. Fuck. What is it?
4: It was a five. (laughs)
2: As he drops down, you miss uh, your aim, and it kind of like flies above him as he's as he's falling. Caleb does the same, and he fires out a lightning bolt with his um, magical spell. He also misses in exactly the same oh, fashion. God. So they begin to run directly at you guys. So one of them tackles Caleb successfully. So they are grappling on the ground at this point. And the other one immediately grabs Denny, and she's in his clutches. So, uh, Selena, to start you we're back on this rooftop.
3: I'm literally gonna um, hook my crowbar onto my rope and throw it down, try and clock the sentinel that's got Denny.
2: Cool. We'll treat that like a like a dagger attack. Yeah. Um, but you've got a rope attached to it too.
3: Uh, Fifteen.
2: And you're gonna hit this yeah. guy. Uh, roll a D4 for me for damage. Yeah. Oh, three. Three. Now, um, what is the type of damage that a dagger does typically?
3: Um, so my, well, if it's is it the same piercing? as my, it's, it's six piercing. It's one d4 plus six piercing for the dagger and beam. Oh, plus six. So you've yeah, got three or for plus, the regular, it's plus five.
2: Uh, let's do regular dagger. Yeah. So plus five to your three. Yeah. So um, eight. is eight. Yeah. So when you um, launch it into this guy, you hear this stone sound like, ting, and it like kind of almost like embeds into him a little bit, um, which is perfect for what you're trying to do. But you get the sense that. It didn't hurt him as mm-hmm. much as you would expect. Um, my Jake's... hope was
3: just to surprise him and that he would let her go. Right. Was he, yeah. he, t-
2: he takes four damage okay. and he's not um, reacting to, okay. to grabbing her. Right. Cool. Uh, Jake, you're up. You've got this separatist in your hand.
5: I'd like to go into a rage so I imagine that
2: um... I imagine just smashing a bottle on the floor oh, and oh, rather no, no, than no, sniffing. Because
5: no, I've got him in my hands, I'm going to fall backwards onto my ass. <laughs> that
2: break the vial.
5: Nice. And uh, what I haven't actually told you, DM, <laughs> is right. that, that, that that vial is can, it contains dwarven reaper pepper oil, which is, uh, if consumed by any other race, would definitely die. <laughs> and I've just splashed it all over my asshole. <laughs>
2: so roll, I am. Roll a,
5: roll a constitution. So, nine. So yeah, I'm guessing it hurts.
2: Yep, it definitely stings. If it had been any lower, it was going to be like a possible sharting scenario. Nice, um. <laughs> nice, nice. That'd make me even more angry, to be honest. <laughs> cool. So you go into your rage. I forget what the rage does. I'm played by way. So, so
5: are any strength tests, I get advantage on. It also lasts for a whole minute. I can do it three times a day, and it gives me a just the moment. It gives me a plus two on anything to do with strength. Um, I would like to snap the neck of the man I'm currently grappling
2: oh yeah yeah he's so weak it's just like instantaneous (laughs) like they're 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 impressive and scary but they're not strong and I would also then like
5: to swing over with my great axe straight into the head of the guy grappling Denny
2: Denny okay cool so okay do you want to roll to hit
5: Yes, I (coughs) do. 15 plus 6.
2: Nice. You definitely hit. He's quick and nimble, and he kind of turns around, and he puts his back to you while he's got Denny in hand, and you slash across his back. Roll for damage.
5: That is 1d12 plus 3. Oh, it's only 5. Josh, Kayla's missing
4: his turn because he's grappled on the floor. You're up next. I'm going to try Guiding Bolt again. Nice. (laughs) Who you attacking Uh, I'm going to attack the one Holding Denny Because I feel like she's the priority of The mm. group In nope. the nicest way Go for it 14 Oh um, You miss. Fuck's sake
2: Another Another guide attempt Goes off You're looking at Caleb Who's also struggling on the ground And you can't Decide between the two And you put a beam Straight through the middle of the group Caleb to kind of get out of this grapple He doesn't He fails He's still in the grapple Selena you're next
3: yeah, so I'll pull back the, hopefully, crowbar to myself.
2: Cool, let's see if it'll be a st- post-strength check. So, uh, strength versus strength.
3: Uh, no. Because
2: oh. I got a one. Oh. No!
3: Yeah, this is why I thought I didn't want it to embed. I just wanted to glunk him gl- gl- with it.
2: You did damage yeah. him, yeah. but, yeah, but I it's like, yeah. it's like, if you, if you want to pull it, yeah. like... You can pull it. Yeah. That was all it was. Yeah. Um, cool. He rolled a five, so he—if yeah. you'd rolled higher, you would have—you uh, would have definitely yep. got out of that. Cool. So he—he he feels the tug, but it, it, it just it, stays. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't pull him off his course. He is uh, next in initiative. Grappling guy is doing the grappling thing. He begins to run. So you two have an opportunity to attack against him, but he's taking Denny with him. So. Cool. Right. Are we doing that now? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Do you want to go first, or should I? Yeah, because you're most.
5: Do you, le- do you want to actually hit something?
4: No, I'll let, I'll let that, you go first. Is that a no? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll uh, let the wife go I'm first. Gonna, I'm gonna,
5: Ladies first. I'm, exactly. gonna, I'm going to swing my axe as he tries to get away from me. And I'm going to roll
2: 18 plus 6. Yeah, you definitely uh, get a slice of him. Do you want to go for damage?
5: Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Right, so 1d12 plus
2: 3. So I got a 5, 6, 7. I got an 8. Nice. So he's bloodied, and he's, he's, he's taking, pushing on
4: with Denny in hand. What are you going to do? I'll try again. Like, seven times a fucking charm, is it? Oh, thank God. I oh, oh, got God 16 plus 6. So 22. Not for damage. It's 4d6. Oh, Jesus Wait, Christ. Yeah. 4d6? Yeah. Jesus, all right. Fucking hell, dude. I got 19 damage. Finish him. Um I, I like the guided bolts with both my hands. and basically when like coming coming hard this fucker. Oh, I blow no. out So it's <laughs> like it's, blocks. Blocks. it's a yeah, massive amount yeah. of light. Well, it's almost like one beam blows out one leg, one beam blows out the other leg, and then one beam goes through... Oh, is there
2: three beams?
4: There's four. If I've done four D6, I feel like there's four bolts. So I'm like, leg, leg, arm that's carrying Denny, so she drops to the ground, and then the other one blasts the head off.
2: Oh,
5: dude, that's cool. So there's only a torso and an arm left of this guy.
4: (laughs) So, Caleb's on the floor,
2: and uh, you hear him cry out, and he's been stabbed through his armor you hear the shink of a blade denny looks back and she cries out "Caleb!" yeah so he's now knocked out like he's taken a lot of damage while being grappled and stabbed and then the other dwarf is down now and he's got denny and he's about to try and run with her again you get an opportunity attack on him but also this other dwarf guys here what are you guys going to do so selena you're still on the roof you've just seen him drop down you're up
3: um so i will just use my i'm just gonna use one of my regular daggers and the venom dagger for like a double because uh, i can double wield nice. may as well yeah so um jump through and try and double wield poison dagger or bag, dagger of venom yeah it's officially called and regular dagger and cool. try and jump down and basically just embed both daggers and potentially poison him
2: cool yeah use the plus to hit from your strongest uh, weapon uh, I'll let you roll with advantage. Yep, but I also you're have... dropping but I the sky.
3: And I have proficiency with the dagger, so I can add my proficiency bonus. Yeah, which I've just realised. And... Uh, well, I got a natural twenty, so shall we just uh, say that it worked? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so who
2: are you targeting?
3: The one who drops, drop down.
2: The one who, the one who's got Denny at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
3: Eight plus nine, so yeah, it's seventeen. Yeah, but then um, to use the dagger. Um, the creature must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving tool.
2: He passes.
3: Okay, fair enough. Then it doesn't do any additional damage, then beyond that.
2: Fall down, assassin style from the sky, and you embed your uh, daggers directly in- into his neck. <coughs> He's kind of swinging you around, trying to get you off. I'm
5: going to get out my great axe, and I'm going to, just uh, like playing golf, I'm just going to try and smack this guy off of uh,
2: Caleb on the floor. He's already off of Caleb on the floor. He's, is like, Cal- ready to engage with you guys. Caleb's, like, dying on the floor, basically. Oh, okay,
5: cool. Yeah, so I'm just like, don't worry, Caleb. I'll, go, I'll get this guy, you useless bastard. <laughs> and I'm going to go, in, go into my rage and attack him twice. Cool. Do it.
2: Rage. we'll, well, well hit. So, rage So my first one is, oh, shit, it's a natural one. No. You're so angry, you uh, you you go to raise your battle axe and you smack it into the wall because you're in this narrow alleyway bit. Well for your next attack. Okay. And that one I got an 18 plus 6. Nice. Ooh, um, that almost... Hitting the wall almost increases your rage and then you... Proper bring oh, the I, ma- down. I
5: imagine I, uh, when I swing the axe again, I actually bring a chunk off that wall with me. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, we'll allow it, we'll yeah, allow um, it. That's how angry I am. I've rolled um, a d12 and I got a ten plus three, so thirteen.
2: So, yes, yeah, so you um, smash into this rock, basically taking half his health. Okay, uh, in cool. One swipe. So the guy who's got Denny is now going to attempt to dash out of there. So he successfully dashes out and he takes Denny out of this dark alleyway into this area here, and he is now gone. But he is... um, We've lost her. Yeah. Uh, You are now left with just this one other guy who's going to roll his attack. He misses, uh, trying to attack you back after slashing open his chest. What do you guys want to do?
4: I'm going to use my full speed, not dash, out of the alleyway, spot the sentinel and Gaiden Bolt, the bastard. Cool. Go for the attack. 18 plus 6, 20-something. 20 4. <laughs> 24. 24. <laughs> cool. Roll for damage. Excellent. So it's um, 4d6. 12. Finish him. You fucked him up okay so this one i'm gonna split in half with using (laughs) the bolts starting with like the ass and then it's like (gasps) ass lower back torso head and then he just splits like a banana
2: oh my gosh (laughs) yeah i imagine um you are running so fast that you almost like with one swoop of your arm make this big blade that um just slices through him because you're turning so hard the blade gets wider at the top yeah. so it cuts him sharply from the buttocks straight through and then his head just, poof, just disappears into dust um, and Denny drops to the floor
4: will you stop getting bloody kidnapped <laughs> 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 I don't run anymore
2: <laughs> yeah and you guys are left with this uh, one guy who's in that area.
3: Okay, in which case then uh, I want to try and throw my dagger in a a position in a wall or something that's behind this creature.
2: Awesome, love Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, you've got direct line of sight and you've got such good precision I'd say that you easily throw your dagger almost whizzes past his head with a whistle and it embeds into the wall behind him
3: cool and then push and pull so that will be push myself towards the dagger
2: yeah you kind of ethereally burst into this blue gas and and zip in and you uh, appear again holding the dagger in the wall directly behind him now and just by turning your head you can see him and you are from a hidden location.
3: I'm assuming because I haven't actually changed my weapon. I'm still holding my Venom Dagger yeah. as well from the previous turn. So then i will going to try and use that for to sneak up on him and do a, a double stabby stab stab in his back. Nice. Cool. Um, roll,
2: roll to hit. Roll? Get advantage, I'd say, from a hidden location, right? I've got... Yeah.
3: So, I've got um, so, yes. Uh, yeah, where I have advantage, yeah.
2: Yep. Cool. But then
3: I have the proficiency with the dagger. Anyway...
2: If it's, it's anything like tw- plus- it's like
3: 20. The cool. natural up, 20. Yeah. on that dirty 20. Dirty, dirty 20. 20. Oh,
2: dirty, dirty
0: 20. I was trying to do math because of the cost plus the plus, plus, plus,
3: plus, uh, cost plus that. Dirty 20. Um 14. Um on a sneak attack I do 3 extra d6 of damage.
2: Yeah. Smash them up.
3: Uh, 21 25. Amazing. Uh, nice. Yeah. No, 23, sorry.
2: 23. 23. 23. Awesome. Um, you literally have just fucking one by one point you've killed him oh my god (laughs) so yeah finish finish him off how do you do it
3: it was a little bit more cooler she's gone from behind and she's kind of just done like a backflip so as she's gone the backflip, the first dagger has gone into his head. Yeah. And then she's flipping over, and when she's flipping over, the second dagger then just goes into his face as she flips over and then pulls them both out.
5: Oh, so the t- uh, the tips yeah. touch in yeah, his skull. Like, <laughs> yeah, like
3: uh, yeah. amazing. And then, like a cool backflip. Almost, almost, like almost
2: like a, almost like an obscure judo throw. Yeah. That you rather than gripping them with your hands, you grip them with knives. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And as That's you awesome. hit, as you hit the ground, uh, the two knives they kind of like pop face off because he's made of stone stone and then the rest of his body crumbles Uh, you have your opportunity to to make your way to the safe house now it's only around the corner Caleb's uh, bleeding out um, and you see um, Clarence and Denny running back into um, the alleyway where you came from Um, the husband your healer heal him quickly so yes you've stabilized him to one HP um, he's he's there, but you need to carry him. Um, yeah, and That's fine. I, I just put him on my
5: shoulder. I'm a, barba- I'm a strong barbarian. Oh, Browd, I knew I kept you around for a reason. Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> you make your way into the safe house, and Denny takes the gem off of you, Selena, the little white one, yeah. and then she uses it to unlock a hidden passage. Takes you to an underground Bartisan lab. Take this. I don't know if we're going to get out of here alive what's going to happen but right now you take this you'll have it and then as long as it's safe to do so if we can get back together later I'll tell you more everything I know cool.
3: so Selena takes the notebook and she puts it in her rucksack but then also in her head she's like the fucking bitch told me I could keep the white gemstone and she's just bloody taking <laughs>
1: it off of me
3: she's just like taking the book she's like oh, I want this funny book I wanted the other gemstone yeah so she's grumbling just under just leave, her breath just leave it it's fine yeah. <laughs> literally
5: yeah fucking nightlight, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I'm just like grumble here, grumble. here have some
5: essential oils <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just grumbling I like, take it in like, I've got a bloody book now I wanted gems <laughs>
5: love it and I give you I give you I, g- <laughs> I give you the cinnamon one
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you rest up for the night in this safe house uh, and that's where we end our session
0: hey! Hey!
3: interesting I'm intrigued to find out what happens more with the soul stone the soul yeah gym.
2: thank you from L, Josh Jake and myself for listening to this podcast we hope you've all uh, enjoyed and appreciated it and we'll see you next time in
4: our quest, quest. I really liked playing do that do character do do. good yeah, I'm yeah I really it's, really it's, yeah. it's I
2: really
0: nice to play it